Microgreens for growers and consumers. I'm your host, Lisa Welsh from Vitality Farms Company. So GIY, go on, GIY, grow it yourself. Look, we're dealing with the coronavirus. People got, people are getting sick. People are dying. Transportation is affecting our production of our food. We can't get all the same things. Y'all need to GIY, grow it yourselves. And I mean that with the utmost sincerity. So would I love to sell you all vegetables for the rest of my life? Sure, sure. But farming is a passion, right? And at least I think it is. Most people don't get into farming because they want to be rich. Most people don't get into farming because they either get into farming because they love dirt, they love working with their hands, but more importantly, they usually love people or the customers that they serve. Why does that matter? Well, it would matter because you'd want someone who is very concerned about what you're getting to eat nutritionally um, to be feeding you as opposed to somebody who just doesn't care. So I want to talk to you guys today about the GIY, Grow It Yourself Kits. I, of course, sell those kits, and if you do have one, um, this is mostly meant for you. If you want one, you can certainly go to our website, put in um, vitalityfarmscompany.com, put in shop, grow kit, you pick the, the medium, you pick the crop, and then I send you the kit. Um, they grow pretty easily, but here's why I wanted to go through the directions. I kind of wanted to read them through with you guys. Um, so that way if anybody needs additional help, whether reading it or it doesn't quite make sense, hopefully those questions will be answered here. If you still don't understand, call, email, text, flare gun, whatever it is that you need to do. It's most important that you have a good time with your grow kit than it is anything else. So I have my grow kits organized into colors. That's right. I said it. I said color. I have it set up like a stoplight. Green means go, yellow means caution, and red means stop. Most of my vegetables fall into what I would call the easy category or simpler. Um, the greens, the yellows, the reds. I do, however, have some uh, other crops that I sell only at the farmer's market and only in Lakeland, Florida. But if I were to read you the list of what the crops is that I have, I'll tell you a color behind that. That color is going to indicate to you whether or not you're going to need help. Amaranth. Amaranth, as you guys remember, is the one that tastes kind of like, it's kind of considered, it's got a high protein, kind of along the lines of a quinoa. That is red. It is, it is red when it grows, but it is also red in color to grow. Um, there are some extra conditions and things needed when you grow that. Arugula is green. Actually, this is going to be really hard if I do it this way. So let me just tell you. Arugula, broccoli, cauliflower, radish, dandelion, peas, kale, lettuce, radish, salad, spicy salad, turnips, and wasabi mustard. Those are what we would all consider to be fairly easy crops. And the funny part is most of them are in the brassica family. What I consider to be slightly harder, your basil, borage, carrot, cress, dill, nasturtium, shungaku, I can still not pronounce that word, 
sunflower, and wheatgrass. What I consider to be hard, amaranth, uh, beets, cilantro, and Swiss chard. Are they impossible? No. But almost all of those ones, your red category, your cilantro, your Swiss chard, your beets, and your amaranth, almost all of them, actually all of them do, only grow best in soil, at least in my conditions. So in every person's living conditions, right, it's going to be different. So what I tell you today may not work in your house. You may have trouble. Hopefully you don't. I try to sell mostly the green um, crops. However, I have tons of ambitious people who like to think that they can grow all the hard things, and I want to support that. So if you buy a kit that is either yellow or red, um, that is perfectly fine. We will include some additional growing directions for that specific crop, just to kind of give you the best advantage. So basically, what do you do when you get a grow kit? Well, I sell them in two different ways. One, I sell a 5x5 five five container, which is very pretty. It's a pretty color, and then it comes with a bio straight felt mat or a hemp mat or whatever growing medium we're going to go with mat and it goes to the bottom or you can get what looks like a half pound deli container um, and that contains a soil puck if you get the felt all you do is wet the felt and put it in the bottom and put maybe a tray or um, we're working on having plates designed for the bottom of that um, five by five growing container but you just put that little plate underneath it or, you know, anything on your own house and you let that go. If you have the soil medium, you just want to take, I think it's seven tablespoons of water to that puck and it's going to turn into soil for you. And then you're good. So now you have your, basically your surface area prepared for your greens. What do you want to do? Well, you got all these seeds in this packet, right? Put the whole packet, yep, I said it, the whole packet in there. So the difference between microgreens and a lot of other things is it's about seed density, right? So it's about crowding your seeds together so that they grow, uh, I guess, differently than how they would if you grew them one seed at a time. I've never grown any of these one seed at a time, so honestly, I couldn't tell you the difference. But I can tell you that with this rate, the reason why they're considered microgreens is because of the number of seeds placed in proximity into the tray. So you want to take that whole seed packet and you want to sprinkle it over the top. However, if you have sunflowers or peas, you have to soak them first. Actually, you have to soak beets, cilantro, uh, Swiss chard, what else? Wheatgrass. Uh, all those need to soak. But again, all those are listed in a specialty category, so they will have those directions with them specifically. Then I give you this cute little bottle, or maybe it's not a cute bottle because let me tell you, it's very hard to separate. If it came together, I apologize. I'm trying not to, to put them together for you guys. Um, what it is is just a little mist bottle. You just put a little water in there. After you put your seeds down, mist the top. If it's uh, in a growing tray, the pretty ones, like I said, with the mats, then you want to put something over the top of it. could be a plate, paper towel, to block the light. Then you want to put it in, in the back of your cupboard, someplace where it can be in a dark, kind of cool place for maybe like a day or two. Okay, and then you want to do the same thing if it's in your soil. So you want to put the seeds down, spray it a few times right there, about four to five pumps with the mist bottle and put it in the back. Um, 
and typically while they're germinating, which is usually about a two to three day period, you want to germ you want to give the seeds about three to four pumps of mist a day. So okay, so you've got this thing, you put the seeds down, and they're sitting in a cupboard for two days. So on day three or four, you want to remove the lid, and you want to mist the seeds again. You expose the growing container to light. Um, preferably a light source from directly above the container. So here's the thing. Everyone says, well, I don't have a window. I don't have the right spot. Guess what? You don't need one. You got a lamp? Go ahead. Light your lamp. Here's the other thing. Your, your crops do not need to be lit up all day and all night. They need light during the day, and they can be shut off. At least I keep my lights on, I want to think, maybe 16 hours a day. Maybe. And that's probably on the high side. Then you want to add, so now that you've got your container in an area where there's light, either natural or artificial, now you just keep watering it, four to five pumps all the time. And you want to keep watering it depending on the conditions, right? So when you use a, those uh, soil pucks have a, a coconut core in them, and therefore they suck through water pretty fast. They don't hold the, new, the water. So you want to pay attention to your crop. Make sure that it's wet but not soaking. And there's no other way I can make that simpler than say wet, not soaking. So if my rule of thumb is if I go in and I water my crops and I come back six hours later and there's still a decent amount of water, that means I know they're getting plenty of water and I can be a little light on the next watering. Um, let's see. Again, provide light for between 12 to 16 hours a day. Um, and you want to keep the, your crops about 70 degrees. Basil likes it warm when it germinates and cilantro likes it cold cilantro likes it so cold depending on what our conditions are sometimes we'll put it in the fridge to germinate it um next you want to water and light right days five through seven say water and light once a day between three to five tablespoons of water dribble the water slowly in different places over the crop at this point the mist bottle is no longer sufficient so remember, the mist bottle is no longer sufficient to water your plant. Um, try not to bend the microgreens too much. Um, and if you're doing it with a pretty one of those pretty felt mats and those pre pretty containers, you can water bottom water, which means you put a little bit of water on the plate or whatever you have the plant sitting in. And the root system will suck up the water into the into the plants. So then you just leave it there. And you continue to provide light on it for the rest of the time. And that's going to bring you to days 7 through 10. Like, see, dude, this is pretty simple. Yo, anybody can do this. We should all be doing this. Because what's going to happen next pandemic? Actually, this one's not even over yet. They're not letting kids go back to school. Um, I don't think they're letting people go to work. Government's saying they ain't going to give you no more money. I mean, it's about to be, be something interesting, I'll tell you that. And I don't think it will go away anytime soon. The reality is is that we are too dependent on everybody else for all of our needs. Dude, we don't even pick up our groceries no more. I pay 10 bucks, they deliver them. I mean, we are become so spoiled. Ah, that's the right word. I'd say it's spoiled. Dude, we're spoiled. We don't have to wait for anything. Anything we want, anything we need, we just go get it. Um, and in that immediate gratification society and lifestyle... There's going to come a time where we can't have what we want. And right now, we pretty much look like lemmings. 
and I include myself. We just let the government tell us you can go here, you can't go here, you have to do this, you have to do that. And don't get me wrong, I'm not saying I'm against any of the requirements that they're asking us to do to provide better health and better sanitation and all that good stuff. Those are, I'm all on board. However, I personally don't like being told what to do, ever, by anyone. I am very confident in whatever choice I make and its ramifications on my life. I do not really concern myself with the ramifications on others' lives. Um, again, because I've been raised in a selfish, uh, interesting society. And I am very much selfish. Most people won't admit that. But I am. 98% of the time, I'm only concerned with my, with what I'm doing. Um, no, I'm just kidding. I'm not really that bad. Sometimes my husband will say I am, but then he says I'm not. So, you know, I can't decide. No, I'm usually a very caring person. I just, I really take uh, offense to feeling like my rights are infringed upon. Um, because I don't think that's part of what this country was founded on. But that gets into other things. So, again, let's go back to these directions. So you want to pre-soak your sunflower and peas and any of the other crops that you get. Here's another thing you guys should be aware of. There's a dingy phase. Most microgreens go through a dingy phase between days three and four, where they look like they're going to not do so well. They ain't going to make it. They need CPR. Just continue to provide proper care. You'll be surprised at how the crop will finally turn out. Um, providing light directly from above actually will minimize the dingy phase because if you have the light on the side, your crop is going to try to grow to that. But here's something serious, y'all. Mold. If you notice patches of mold on your crop, go get your hydrogen peroxide. Yep, that's right. I said it. Hydrogen peroxide. Add it into a mixture that's one part peroxide, one part water. So if you add um, a teaspoon, do a teaspoon of peroxide, a teaspoon of water, put it in that little squirt bottle, and squirt it on the mold. It will make it go away. Um, I use... If I have to, um, which I don't very often, we do have a food-grade hydrogen peroxide that we do use on our crop. We don't apply any other chemicals, nothing else, just a food-grade peroxide. But you need to take care of that because if it, if it continues to grow, you're going to have mold everywhere. Then, um, let's see. Oh, if you provide light directly from above, your greens will usually be more leggy. And who doesn't like good legs? But what that means is if you the energy the, the plant will put more energy into the leaves and less into the stem. Um, and the same is true if it comes from the side. Your greens will put more energy into the stem to catch the angles of the light, resulting in leggy microgreens. The other thing to watch out for is wilt. Wilt can be a sign of either under or over watering. So keep your soil damp, but not soggy. So that is for you some directions on how we do microgreens again i sell kits you buy kits they buy kits hopefully anyone who has a kit will get to listen to this it may make some sense or hopefully it'll make you laugh but it probably will only make you laugh if you know me because see i think i'm funny i don't think other people think i'm funny but i personally think i'm funny so because of that i like to tell things in a very joking manner and sometimes, if you don't know me, it goes over your head. And either you think I'm a really mean person, or, you know, you just are left out without a clue. So, you guys, 
that is how we grow them. That is our GIY kits. We also have GIY kits for wheatgrass. You heard me. I said wheatgrass. Um, we give you the trays and everything you need. I'm surprised my wheatgrass kits have not been selling as fast as my other kits have been selling. But if you're a farmer, let me just tell you, I made a new sign. And by color coding my seeds, my customers seem to love it because they, they want to see and know what that's about. And they want to give it a try. So that really helped my sales from when sometimes I would sell a few grow kits to sometimes a lot. Now I consistently sell quite a few grow kits just because they seem to like the signage. I'd like to ship a lot more grow kits, but you know, it's kind of uh, interesting when there's farms everywhere and that's okay too, because we got other things we're working on. We just did dehydrated microgreens. We're going to be working on teas, microgreen teas. What else do we have? We have a really ingenious idea, but that one, that one's a little proprietary at the moment. But let me tell you, we're going to have to stick some money into some R&D. But if we can pull this off, it'll be awesome. In addition, oh, we're also working on some stuff. Um, So stick around. We should have some information for you guys regarding Moringa. Moringa. The, the tree that everybody wants. Right? That's what we hear. Um, There was a gentleman at the farmer's market selling Moringa. And he did a fabulous job. He had fabulous products, and he was quite busy. Um, but we got the opportunity to get some Moringa, and so now we are experimenting and playing around to see what we think and if we see any value added to our customers for bringing in Moringa. I think there should be because we sell healthy vegetables. Moringa is a healthy plant or tree, so I think we'll have something here. But I'll keep you guys in the loop, and until then, you guys have a great day. Talk to you next week. Bye.